And a good Wednesday afternoon to you. And yes, it is time for the McFarland Show. Darren and Justin here with you. We are live here in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. Hope everybody's having a great day today. It is absolutely gorgeous outside. Man. It is nice. Is it nice? It's like 70 degrees. Woo. Window down listening. On February 7th. 67 degrees currently in Nashville. I went out back today and sat on our screened-in porch. Oh, aren't you fancy? Just sitting there and looking around at the sunshine and, man, just going, how comfortable it is out here. So nice. Yeah. Beats all that snow and ice we had last week or two weeks ago, whenever that was. Yeah. We're not out of the woods. I'm sure we'll no, have we another. No, we are not. We'll have, look, it's still early February, so we're not, it's not like spring is here and Mm-mm. summer's just around the corner. No, we're not out of the woods. We got another month or so yeah. where something could happen. Could. Where yeah. it wouldn't be like bonkers where like, I can't believe like, there's what? ice here. What? Right. What happened? Like, well, nah, it's no. February still. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. It can happen. DJ Damon is alongside 615-844-5600. I said it's February 7th. You know what that means, Justin? What's that mean, Darren? It is National Signing Day. And boy, boy, do we have some breaking news. When I say National Signing Day today. the recruits are coming in hot and heavy. This is what I, we, listen to this. This is what we've got on today. What we got? Huh. Now that was not an actual signing. That's what National Signing Day today sounds like. One more time. The the presser Hold on, I need to hear that, it. that came from today's signing day. Major University Hugh. Well no, 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 that's not it. That's not, that's it. not, it. not, it. not it's a not commercial. It no. No. No, 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 no. No, all you gotta do is hit the you hit the the circle button down. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's Again, in rehearsals. It worked like a charm. We were spot on in rehearsals. Somehow we're we're messing up and maybe we're getting nervous. I don't know because it's live. In all seriousness, today is this was the day. Like well, it was. It took today consumed, right? This was a huge like ESPN. Oh yeah, uh, they would go wall to. I mean, all the TV show. Radio, sports, Bill Keen, like this was his day. Man, people built entire livings off of today. Bill Keen could have done a 14-hour show on days like today. Not anymore. You can't. Hey, there's nothing going mm-hmm. on. Like Between the portal and the early signing period, it's like... And the coach is uh, jumping around everywhere. It's just... Okay. Know. Yeah, sure. It's over. I know. I hope you're sitting down. If I tell you this, Georgia has the number one class. What? I know. I told you. I hope you're sitting down. Wait a minute. Breaking news. People Georgia has the number one class. Athens, Georgia. Yes. They like to play football down there at Athens, Georgia. Yes. Between the hedges. They supposedly. This is what I'm being told. They have the number one class. Not Georgia State. Nope. Not Georgia Tech. Not Kennesaw. Not not Georgia Southern. Nope. Not Georgia Tech. University of Georgia. The University of Georgia. Mm, UGA. 
Bulldog. Ugly them. All right. Well, ugly? yeah, I mean. What you said, ugly? No, uga. Ug- okay, that's ugly too. Man, listen, keep keep talking trash, okay? <laughs> don't. I'm telling you, don't get in the trash talk with Georgia when they got they got rings and y'all, mm, don't do it. I will say Stay this. Stay over there. They're still ugly. I, Stay I over think there. They're ugly with rings. Stay over there. Personally, <laughs> college game day, which was has been an icon for Saturday mornings for a long, long time, has grown stale, in my opinion, over okay. the years. All right. Well, all it right. just, I, I just, I think it's lost a lot of its luster. But I will say, I and and I get it. He's a dis- divisive guy, and you love him or you hate him. It's like no in between. There's like really no middle ground. When it comes to Pat McAfee, oh, yeah, I, I think personally for me, I think he reju- he has rejuvenated college game day. He has pumped some new life into it. And where I'm going with this is when he did what he did going into the SEC championship game down in Atlanta for college game day, when he was making his pick for the game okay, and did the Georgia fight song with the fans. Okay. And everybody thought that was his pick. And he kind of sat back and everybody was like, and then he said, give me Alabama. Like that was one of the more savage uh-huh. things I've seen. I, to me, that's something college game day has been. It just, to me, ah, they've done a great job. Like I said, it's iconic. It's a legacy show yeah, at this it, point. But it's, to me, it's been old and stale for a good while. I don't watch it well, anywhere so old near. Still, I haven't watched it. Yeah, and the I moment you're talking it. about with Pat McAfee, I haven't seen it. It was, I mean, it obviously went viral. Sure, I mean, it's, and, you didn't have to see it live. It was everywhere. But that's some of the stuff like that. Like to me, they need some some of that. They need some new blood, new stuff in there. But when McAfee did that. One of the more savage things on college game day. And then he did the whoa, roll tide. I mean, roll tide, roll. roll. I mean, you talking yeah. about getting people fired up. Yeah. That was pretty impressive. Okay. Uh, our buddy Eric, uh, weatherman yes. Eric, says, still winter, Justin. Yes. But another polar vortex is expected, possibly. This is from weatherman Eric mm-hmm. in Columbia. Okay. I mean, listen, I'm not saying it's not expected. I hear uh, we've been hearing a lot about the farmers, uh, the farmers almanac forecast, which has been calling for several things, um, you know, later in the month. But but who knows? Uh, As of today, the meteorologists uh, said that there was nothing on their long range forecast, which for them, long range means the next 10 days. Uh, They didn't see anything threatening as far as anything ice related. So that gets us until February 17th, which is not long, but no, 10 days, 10 days. That's as far as they're willing to take a peek. Anything beyond 10 days, they tell me, oh, no, we don't, we don't really know beyond 10 days. It's, it's hard to figure out. So it's possibility. Sure. Possibility. You can watch the show every day on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We talked about this some yesterday. Remember when Mike called in and we touched on the Vandy Kentucky game. We did. I said yesterday, if Vanderbilt doesn't get in the 70s, my exact words, yes. they should be absolutely embarrassed well, of themselves. They did. They did. They got to 77. And, there was still and that's what I said. Absolutely they, embarrassed. They absolutely have to get in the 70s or they should be embarrassed of themselves because 
the four one I was talking about with Mike was on the line. I said the four of us are probably get in the seventies on Kentucky because they don't play a lick of defense. Well, Vanderbilt did it. They got to seventy seven. They did. The problem is they lost by thirty two. Mercy. Mercy. And they got seventy seven. Yeah. They lost by thirty two. Yeah. Kentucky hung a hundred and nine. Yeah. On Vanderbilt. In their place. In Memorial Gym. Mercy. A hundred and nine. Yeah. That's not good. They had fifty four at the half. Yeah. When I when I did the game on television this morning, the highlights, I had to say to the audience, this is not an NBA game. This is an NBA final score, but this was not an NBA game. 109-77, that, that's not an NBA, that's an NBA-esque score. But this is college basketball. I mean, it, it's, you know, and Kentucky was up there last night. I mean, I thought I was watching the dunk contest. I said, did the dunk contest start early? When do we get the dunk contest at Memorial Gym? There was some massive dunks last night. I mean, it looked like Dominique Wilkins had come back mm-hmm. and was playing for George. I saw the half windmill. windmill. You see the oh, windmill yeah. dunks? Yes. I was like, the they went and got windmill. <laughs> oh, you know how much room you need to do windmill dunks? You need like that's not something you just do, you know, on the way to the lane. You know, windmill dunks, you need space and time. And they had space and time last they night at Memorial it. Gym. Mm-hmm. And they were doing windmill dunks. Can I give on a compliment? Vanderbilt. Well, they were putting on a show for the home fans. Apparently. Well, I mean, the Kentucky fans that were there. The Kentucky fans who made the Because they were pretty loud. Can I they're give playing. a compliment to Vanderbilt? You're, you're not going to, but go ahead. Yes, I am. Vanderbilt cheerleaders, I got to give them love. They there the whole game, waving their hands and doing their little thing and smiling. It was just amazing. I got to give them love because... It takes a lot I knew, to do see, that. I, I knew you weren't going to do it. I knew you weren't so, going to give them any love. I knew, as, a, I, I, I as opposed to the other knew, cheerleaders that lead games no, I knew what early, they I, were there. Though. I mean, but your team I'm not, is I'm not even beat. acknowledging it. I'm not even acknowledging it, which is just that. <laughs> yeah. I already know what you mean, and that's fine, that man. team is getting beat, yeah. but they were there smiling, Derek, through the whole game. Yeah, that's, that's, they have to, David. But I, I mean, no, they don't have to. They, no, they do. Do they? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. Cheerleaders don't get to leave early. Oh, really? Hey, we're out. We're, I did see some walking out, though. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, anyway. But I mean, I was just giving them a compliment. Yeah. Damon is still like... mad about Derek Mason beating them in whatever the year that was. <laughs> uh, so yeah. did uh, Coach Stack have any comments after the game? Uh, Coach Stack was asked after the game, um, you know, how does this team deal with something like this? He also threw out something at the very beginning that I want you to listen to. Uh, Coach Stack talked about the rebounding in the game which was lopsided in a way that you may not realize. It's hard to win a game when the, the, the other team gets more offensive rebounds and you get defensive rebounds. Just didn't think we had the physicality that we needed to compete against this team tonight. Well, what do you – well, I guess what's the message to the team in the locker room after a game? Well, I, mean, I think this is one of those where you just kind of forget about it. Right? Again, we had – I came off a pretty good note the, the other day and – um, got us up first win, and then we run into a kind of a buzzsaw today. But uh, I think it's for us, it's, it's just the physicality that we talked about coming into the game. Uh, we didn't have it. Um, and even when we did, um, you know, go and hit just their length, um, we still, you know, kind of got balls around the basket and did some, you know, got their hands on balls, and it just it seemed like it fell their way tonight. But. So if they were out rebounded 50 to 28. Yeah. And if you listen to Coach Stack, 
Kentucky had more offensive rebounds than Vanderbilt had defensive rebounds. That is correct. Think about that. They for had a 18 offensive rebounds to Vandy's 15. Mercy. Defensive rebounds. Oh, that's embarrassing. It's bad. That's rough stuff. It's definitely rough. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, uh, by the way, in case you didn't, you couldn't pick it up, uh, Coach Stackhouse always has a box score in front of him uh, when he sits down to speak with the media. And he, uh, that sound you heard was him crumpling up the box score. Um, and just saying, you got to just go ahead and crump, crump, crumple, crumple, crump, crumple. And, 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 you know, he was crumpling. He was balling up the box score. So. Well, it was basically to the response of what do you do? What you just move on. Yeah. He's in that word, throw this game in the trash and move on. Yeah. It, you know, it sounds like one of those football games um, where you get beat by like 35. Uh, yeah. And I I think, I think Mike Vrabel has said this one point. We didn't even watch the tape on that game. We're not even going to watch the tape on the game. We're just moving on to the next thing. We're, we're not even going to worry about it. Um, which, you know, listen, I'm not a coach. You're the coach. Um, I'm not sure if that's the right approach to take or not. I know there's a lot of different philosophies. So you, after, you know, the coaching on the youth ball level, your team gets blown out. I mean, I don't know if you guys watch taper film or any of that stuff, but do you want to go back and look at the butt whooping or do you just want to move on to the next thing? Coaches, we do. I mean, the kids don't, but we do. You don't want to, you don't want to drag the kids through it. No, I, I watched the video. You watched the video. Mm -hmm. Okay. But as a team, no. you don't want to pull the guys through that. Or the, no, we don't. The guys through we that. don't do that. Okay. I, I This is what I see, Justin. Sure. If you remember, I, I said this about Mike Rabel midway through the season. Because we were playing his pressers and post-game reaction after games and on Monday shows. And I just said, Mike Rabel sounds like a guy that, that knows. that Because remember I said, they're a five. They they're a five and twelve team. That's the way you felt. Yes, and it it practically played out that way. They were way. six and eleven. Yeah, they won the last game to 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 get to that six win. But I said, sound. He's starting to sound like a guy that knows this is what they are. He can't fix it, mm. and it sucks. He hates losing, but I can't. I can't fix this. This is what we are. Jerry Stackhouse is a fierce competitor. I think he's a good coach. I've said it over and over and over again on this show. It's just not working. Whatever is, it's just not working. And it doesn't mean that he can't go somewhere else and be successful at Vanderbilt. It's just not working. Whatever is going on, his message or his style or the type of recruits or the work they're putting, whatever. Whatever. It's not working. Okay, it's not. And what that was is, again, that was Jerry Stackhouse saying, I don't know what you know. I'm supposed to say here. That's what we are. This is where we are. And we just lost by 32 at home to Kentucky. Yeah. Who had, by the way, lost, what, three of their last four? Yes. He's just basically saying, we're, we're just not, you know, this is where the level we're at, and they're at another level. Yeah. And man ain't going to change. No matter what we draw up, we don't no matter what, what we, we scheme, we just are, we're pretty far behind them. Well, he felt like they needed to be more physical, and they couldn't be. They basically are with whatever they are at this point. So, so there. Yeah. So, you I know. just, again, it's just not working. And I, I said this about the Predators last year when I, you know, when people were calling up saying, I'm just afraid they're just going to stay with it. And look, I'm never going to compare Vanderbilt to anybody else because Vanderbilt really 
truly beats to their own drum. Like I've kind of given up trying to figure out what they're thinking because you can't think like them. I no. can't, at least I can't because whatever I'm thinking, typically they're not thinking. They are not like we're just on different playing fields. Yes. What I think is not what they think. No. So I don't pretend to, to know or think I know what they're thinking because I've proven over the years. I don't, they just like beat to their own drum. They live in their own little world and I don't know what they care about or what they don't care about. If they truly care, I just know you cannot insult your fan base and come out and say, Hey, this listen, you, you, I know we've, we've lost your trust. I know we've lost a lot of you, but you got to trust us on this. Year six is going to be different. You got, you got to trust us on that. Now mm. year six, boy, it's going to be different. Just, you just wait and see. And everybody's going to get all excited and everybody's going to run to the, you know, to the ticket window and buy tickets and everybody's going to run to the team store and buy up stuff. I can just promise you none of that's happening, well, but, no. but guess what? As soon as I say that, Vanderbilt could literally come out in a couple months and say, hey, trust us. Year six is going to be different. You know, they could do that because, again, mm. they they beat to their own drum and they kind of do their own thing. They do. I don't have anything against Stackhouse. I've actually defended him. I think he can coach. I just know it's not working. and It's not going to work. Like, you don't need to see anymore. It's just not working at Vanderbilt. It not, maybe can work there. somewhere else. Maybe you could. But it's just, it, again, whatever's going on, you don't need six years to figure out can something work or not work. It's five years, and it's looked the same, basically. Basically. I mean, ultimately. Well, no, no, it, no, no. it hasn't it, looked it, the no, same. it hasn't looked like this. Well, well. It's been better uh, than this. Don't forget last year, we were having the same conversation. They went to Tuscaloosa. And they got beat yeah, by 50. But, Darren, they weren't losing on this clip, though. Justin, when they went to Tuscaloosa last year, they, they won 5 by 13, 50 in the SEC in a conference game. That was last year. I understand. But they weren't 5 and 13 when they went there, though. They won more games than this. They were actually showing themselves to be more competitive than this. That's kind of when they turned it around, if you remember. It was after that Alabama game. Yeah. The well, butt whooping good, in Tuscaloosa. They had a good month of February last year where they won six of seven games in February. Um, but still, they finished, what was it, 22 and 15 last year. Uh, they're not going to get anywhere close to that this year. I think they've already lost more than 15 games this year already. Yeah. And we're in early February. They weren't this bad. Now, you know, like, I don't even see a turnaround on the horizon. Like, they could play better and then maybe, no, I don't even see where that's coming from. Yeah, they're 6 and 16 right yeah. now. So, yeah, th th that means they're already have exceeded their, their win-loss total from the year before. Already here. We haven't hit Valentine's Day. So, I mean, this is, you know, this this is about as rough as it's been for them in a long time. So, no, they haven't been this bad. Not this bad. It's been bad, but it hasn't been this bad. Not in a really long time. Yeah, they won 11 conference games. They're not going to win 11 conference games this no, year. No, no. they may not win 11 games in conference games. But the first two years, he won 3-3 three and three in conference. 3-15 and 3-13. and, three and 13. So, I mean, they've been bad in conference. Last year was the only winning season he's ever had in conference play. Oh, all right, then. But, again, I don't know what they're going to do. I just, man, I can't believe they had, they got 109 hung on them mm -hmm. in their own gym. Yeah, yeah. 
NBA style. The same team that let Tennessee go in there Saturday at Rupp and hang 103 on them. Well, clearly, they're not in the same <laughs> stratosphere here. Clearly, we're talking about two different kinds of things. We're talking about Tennessee and Vanderbilt basketball. Well, Tennessee, right now. Kentucky on this side, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a whole other whole universe. Yep. We're wide open this first hour. If you want to get involved in the show and talk with us, you can do so. 615-844-5600. That is our phone line and our text line. More of the McFarland Show here on WNSR. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one hundred people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. A friend of mine just bought a new house for the first time. A new house. I mean, my wife and I loved to own a house, so I asked him how he did it. And he smiled and he said he went to the knowledge tree. <laughs> he had this happy look on his face. So I told him to tell me more. And he said, John, the lack of knowledge will keep you poor. Then he handed me a brochure. It was from Knowledge Tree Mortgage. Now I understood. And after one phone call, I understood even more. Knowledge Tree Mortgage specializes in first-time homebuyers. Folks like me who get the runaround from banks. And he got us pre-qualified. Knowledge Tree Mortgage got us our mortgage. And tomorrow, my wife and I are going to become first-time homebuyers. Here's the number. 859-9599. 859-9599. Money doesn't grow on trees. Knowledge does. Knowledge Tree Mortgage. 859-9599. 859-9599. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It's a Bill King show. This Nick Saban topic is so interesting. I was thinking about the future, the new teams that the SEC and the B1G are bringing in and the Big 12, the 12-team playoff. 
the lawlessness, the constant change. But now we enter the next playing portion without Nick Saban. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. It's true here on this Wednesday afternoon. Beautiful day here in Middle Tennessee. Darren and Justin live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Coffin DJ Damon is alongside for the ride. We're here until 4 o'clock. 615-844-5600 is the phone line and the text line. That's how you can get in touch with the show. Also, you can watch it on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And if you go to our YouTube page mm-hmm. and type in WNSR Live... On the uh, search, you can uh, interact with us. Yes, you can. Well, we're up. We're chatting with Eric and uh, anybody else who wants to jump in. See some others. Sometimes I see just uh, some handles I've never seen in there before. So yeah. it's cool. Never know. So Darren, uh, uh, Eric and Columbia does not agree with me. I guess he thinks Pat McAfee is annoying. I understand. I told you. It, well, he, yes. Either you love him or you hate him. I mean, it's uh, he is. Uh, he says he's a freaking punter. I mean, I don't care about it. I mean, I get <laughs> that doesn't matter to me. I, I'm at the level where I've not given him enough chance to either love him or hate him. I've just not consumed him enough to to know if I love him or hate him or not. Uh, just to be honest with you, um, and I'm not saying that to be a bad thing. I'm just I'm just saying I I don't know enough about the show uh, or about him or whatever he's doing. I've listened to it a little. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it, and then I've moved on. Um, so. I, I don't know if I love him or hate him or not with, with Pat McAfee. But, you know, good luck and God bless. Yeah, I'm so. usually, you know, you know me. I'm usually pretty critical. I don't know what it is. Like, I I actually enjoy his show. I I don't know why. Usually yeah. I don't. Uh, that style, like, you know, but I don't know. That's just me. Maybe, maybe yeah. it'll it'll start rubbing me the wrong way eventually. Like, Eric says, I can stomach Urban Martin. No, no, no. Oh boy, that's, no, that's, that's tough. No. You'll never get that out of me. No. That's tough there. No, that's a big fat no on Urban Meyer. Nope. Okay, what kind of clip do we have here? Yeah, we've got a clip. Um, this is uh, Mike Florio, uh, who has the uh, the show up over there on, uh, you know, I don't even know where. Is it Peacock or NBC or somewhere? He's he's uh, out there somewhere on streaming about. Um, but he's got, a, he's got an NFL show. He's, of course, out there in Las Vegas, the Super Bowl week. And uh, he was able to sit down with a very prominent and popular uh, college football player who is going into the NFL draft. And this, Darren, is one of the uh, most uh, prominent and popular NFL uh, draft prospects on the board this year. And this is what he had to say when Pat, uh, not Pat, he got Pat McAfee on the brain. When Chris Florio, Mike Florio, (laughs) Chris, Chris Florio, who? Who? Can we start over? Stop! <laughs> Cut! Cut! We did good in practice. Like you said, start over. did well in rehearsal. Three, two, one, action! So, Darren, Mike Florio, of course, who's been uh, covering the NFL for a very long time, has a very popular show. He sat down with a gentleman who is going to go high in the NFL draft. The question is, how high is he going to go? This young man garnered lots of attention on the college football field this year. Lots. Maybe more so than almost anybody. He said this to Mike Florio 
a few hours ago. Well, I know you can't control it, but if you could, where would you want to go? Whoever wants to take me. I mean, I'd, I'd, it's hard to say. I'd, I'd love to go to... Um, he wants the Niners well, to get yeah. rid of Kittle, and then he wants to go to the 49ers. <laughs> I'd be all right. Let him say it. I mean, I'd be all right with going to the, the Tennessee Titans. I mean, I liked it down really? in, in the Georgia, yeah. Tennessee area. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I thought it was cool, but uh, yeah, that'd be a cool spot to Yeah, be. you hear that, Titans? Uh, that would be... I, I. You have not told me anything. No. I haven't seen anything. There's a lot of clues not, in there. Yeah, Brock. that's Brock Bowers. That is Brock Bowers yeah. speaking there. Uh, Brock Bowers, who some people feel like is, uh, if not the best, one of the best college football tight ends of all time, I've heard that mentioned, uh, which I, I think is debatable. I haven't looked at the whole list or thought about it that deeply, but okay, I'm yeah. I'm not going to push back real hard against it. Uh, you know, I'm having a hard time thinking of a better college football uh, tight end than Brock Bowers, so okay. But uh, we know he's going to go in the first round. There's no question. We know he's going to go high in the draft. The question is where he's calling out the Titans, which I have seen mock drafts Mm -hmm. of the Titans taking Brock Bowers at number seven. He has now expressed an open interest here on coming to Nashville. Mm. Your thoughts? Mm. Uh, That that is interesting. One, Mm, I I would say whoever his agent is, he's probably going to be talking with him later today (laughs) because his agent's going to be like, Brock? I love you, man. I'm here for you, man. I'm here to help you, man. I need you not to specifically name teams. Okay? Let's be very generic. We can talk about it privately. I can talk about it with teams. But I need you not to publicly name names. Like, don't name teams. Hmm. Because, I, look, if somebody wanted him that wasn't named the Tennessee Titans, would they not take him because he said he wanted to play for the Titans? No, but it just doesn't help things. Like, it's just, no. it's just bad form. Like, don't do it, okay? You know what you're going to do? Whoever takes you, if you go top 10, you're going to go whoever drafts you. And you're going to love it because they're going to pay you handsomely. And that's where you're going to, you know, you're going to start your professional career. So, now, getting past that. Yes, what do I think of it? I think that the Tennessee Titans, it's it's a position. What's interesting, Justin, is the two of us have have covered them the 25 years yes. they've been here. Yes. And there have been very good tight ends. There have been. Here. There have been. There haven't been great tight ends. There hasn't been a Shannon Sharp. There no. hasn't been no. a Travis Kelsey, there hasn't been, look, I, you know the Antonio sure, Gates. Sure. I don't need to go down all the tight ends yeah. that have played that have been great since the Titans have been here. Hall of Famers, okay? A couple They've of been really, really, really good. good. A couple of but really, none of really, them are two Hall in of particular famers. who've been really, really good. Oh, it's been a very productive position. It's not been different level. Like, again, Hall of Fame level. First ballot no. Hall of Fame oh, no. level. No, no, no there's no, none no. of that. No, no, no. But it's been a, it's been for all the knocks, and we've talked about the wide receiver position where they have failed miserably. Yeah, yeah. they've done much better in the tight end department. Yes. much much better. In fact, right now is one of the lower points in the 25 years. Like they're virtually yeah. getting no production whatsoever. Not really out of the tight end position. So with that being said. I think when I look around the league, the tight end position has become so vitally important to offenses. One side 
is Travis Kelsey, first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes, he is. The other side, George Kittle, Hall of Fame? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. Don't he has know. a chance, but I don't know. He's got know. a good shot. George Kittle has this, been I need to see the career numbers. really good. Really good. For a while, right? Yes, he has. Really, really good. So he's a guy who's going to flirt with Canton. Yes. When you think about the conference championship games, you had Baltimore. Mark Andrews has been a really good tight end. Hurt most of this year, or a good portion He gets of it. hurt a lot. A good portion. But when it. he is playing, he is up there with the best tight ends in the league. Mark Andrews, yes, would you I agree? Would agree? Yes, I would agree with that. He does get hurt too much. Detroit, on the other side, um, they got rid of TJ Hawkinson, and everybody thought they were throwing in the towel, right? Yeah. They spent a high draft pick on TJ Hawkinson, who has been a really, really good tight end in the league. Very productive. Very productive. And everybody thought, well, they're throwing in the towel on their season. They actually got better. So what did they do? They trade Hawkinson to Minnesota. And they use, in the next draft, they go out and they get Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta. Okay. It's been good. Really? Good. He's rookie of the year. Good. Really good. It's been good. So, and he has been an integral part of their offense. So, I think the good teams, Justin, are telling you, you need a highly productive tight end in today's game. You just do. Think about the good. What good teams don't have a really? I guess depends on what you. I mean, the Dolphins have been a playoff. Team. They were a playoff yeah, team, but they don't have that stud tight end. Yeah, but the Dolphins, but they have Tyreek Hill. Yeah, but the Dolphins haven't won a playoff game in twenty something years. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. So some of the other playoff teams, um, Buffalo, who's tied Buffalo? In. They utilize. Honestly, it feels like they're they've done. That's what the tight ends for the Titans when they're really good feel like, right? Yeah. Like you get a Dawson Knox, you get a this. I'm trying to. I'm drawing blanks on the other guy. Like they're they're productive. Yeah. They're good. They're not great, right? No. They're not. No, they're not. They're not. You know, we're not putting them in the same breath as Travis Kelsey, but they have gotten production out of their tight ends. Yes. So I think when you look around the league today, I think it's vitally important to have a stud tight end. Now, the Falcons, they drafted Kyle Pitts. They did. He hasn't really done anything. Hadn't had a quarterback either. Evan Ingram was drafted in the first round. We watched him at Ole Miss to the Giants. Yeah. He wasn't very good with the Giants. And I was like, wow, he's a bust. They spent a first-round pick on him. Then he goes to Jacksonville and was like, oh, Oh. wait a minute. Oh, that's the guy that was drafted in the first round. A lot of it is about system. And now Evan Ingram is a stud in Jacksonville. Yeah, a lot of it is about system. Never know. So maybe Kyle Pitts will work out in Atlanta. Maybe he won't. Maybe he'll need a new change of scenery, and he'll be that stud tight end that was drafted, what, sixth overall? I think so. I think so. So I think, to answer your question, I don't know. Like, the combines haven't happened yet. No. We haven't gotten deep in the weeds and hot and heavy into draft talk, and I haven't started talking to – people that I know in the industry, what do you think of him? Like, truly, like, how good can he be in the NFL? How high is he really going to go? I haven't started all that. If he is legit, like, when all the data comes out, Justin, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, yeah, 
taking him number seven overall is not a stretch at all. If that's what everybody's saying, like he's worthy of that, that's translation to the next level. He's worthy of that pick. I don't have a problem with the Titans attempting to throw a dart at a stud tight end. I know a lot of people will have a problem with it, and maybe one of those people will be you because you're like, uh, they need offensive line. They need a left tackle. I'll get into all that when we come back. We probably okay. go to break before I start going on. They that. need this. They need that. They need a heck of a lot more than a tight end. I don't know. I don't know what your answer will be. And maybe a lot of other people feel that way. But again, if the data comes out after the combines and we rake all these guys over the coals, right? All mm-hmm. the good stuff and the bad stuff about mm-hmm. them. And we find out, yeah, he's worthy of a top 10 pick. I wouldn't be mad if they took him at seven. No. Okay. Because the league tells us it's a, it's a great position to have the the, the good really, teams, really yeah. good teams, oh, great teams. Most of them have a great tight end. Key so I wouldn't have a problem with it. Key position. All right, we'll get your thoughts. Anybody else who wants to weigh in on the other side? 615-844-5600. More of the McFarland Show next year on WNSR. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, And anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 
21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. All throughout their coaches, whether it's exotic smash, mouth, whoever you want to plug in here, down to the coordinators, was run the ball and stop the run. That's what the Titans have been about. The new head coach said something very, very different. DJ Damon, one more time. The, the teams that, that win the most games are generally the teams that pass the ball the best. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Your exclusive national sports radio, WNSR Skies Cam Forecast. Today's going to be mostly sunny with a high temperature of 64 degrees. Partly to mostly cloudy tonight, low 44. Mostly cloudy Thursday, high 62. Clouds and a couple of showers Friday. Utilizing the resources of the WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. The McFarland Show, streaming live on the WNSR app and on WNSR.com. The Columbia Bureau, that's what you like to say, has been weighing in a lot, whether it's YouTube or on our text line. Nate from Columbia says he has a a love-hate relationship with Pat McAfee. And again, okay. I get it. Right. I, that's what I, I don't think anybody's out there. What do you think of Pat McAfee? Eh, really don't have an opinion. Like, I don't think you're ever going to get that answer. It's going to be I'm one, one way or the yeah, other. I'm one of the few. You're, I was yeah, saying, I'm you're an like, outliner on that. You are definitely an outlier. Well, it's just because I've just not paid attention to him. And I guess that's kind of been by design. Yeah. If you're what, if you watch or listen to the show, you are going to have an opinion one yeah, way or the other. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think haven't. yours is more just you haven't you don't have an opinion because you haven't really paid attention. No. Yeah. No. You know, uh, and he hasn't been ra- around long enough for me to be invested into anything that he's talking about yet. So you know, you know that all that can change. You know, I know he's got an audience. I know that. Listen, I'm I'm also a broadcaster. Okay, so you know, I I recognize, and, and I'm sure you're the same way. Whether it's sports or or politics, or news, you know, the broadcast guys look across and go, what is he doing? Really? That's crazy. There, how many people are watching him? And and that's what he's doing? I mean, so, you know, there's that aspect of it. Um, but, you know. Like the other morning, you guys were in a commercial break. Yeah. And so I flipped over to the Craig Carton show. Who? Yeah. Okay. And he's on FS1. Oh. And it was the guy, you know, used to be on FAN, went to prison, you know, because he scammed money. Oh, yeah. okay. Went to prison. Boy, interesting. Now he's got his own show on FS1. Yeah, they should be proud. It sounds like it's working out for him. Yeah. Uh, and he said that he was talking about Mike Vrabel. And okay. um, he said that Mike Vrabel has been the coach or was the coach of the Titans for a decade. No, no, like, no, he wasn't. Like, no. And so I actually did a pretty mean tweet about him and his show. I was like, I just, I don't get his show. I don't, I don't think his bits are funny. I don't think he's funny. So, yeah, I do a lot of times, and I critique, and I, I see what people are doing. And, and look, some people, you, you may not agree with how they do things, but you have to respect. It's like oh, yeah. the first, like, 
many times. You know, I kept hearing about Paul Feinbaum, Paul Feinbaum. Uh, when we used to go to the SEC media days, I'm like, I got to check out this guy's show. Like, yeah. I here, remember, remember, this is way back. Sure, 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 sure. And I listen. We, well, I remember one time we were coming back from SEC media days in Birmingham, and I we're listening to the way, and I was like, I don't get this is the show. Yeah. Everybody, this is it. I don't it, get it. Paul's I show do takes, not takes a I while. I do not get it. Yeah. But obviously, I've done weeklies with Paul Feinbaum, and yeah. I've come to respect him. I've got a Paul Feinbaum story. I won't bore people with that today. Maybe we can do that in the sports Paul, desert. Paul Feinbaum on our show. is very clever. He and, is and, and, and a that, and that super is smart the, guy. Yeah, and that and is clever. the secret with him. But you got to look, if you're in the business, you have to, whatever you think, you have to respect him. You have to. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, of no, what no, he's done. It goes done, beyond agreement. Whether you like it, his style or not, or it has worked, and he has mm-hmm. been wildly successful yeah. because yeah. of it. So yeah. I do critique, and I do watch. By the way, McAfee had on Shannon Sharp today yeah. from uh, Radio Row. They were on Radio Row for sure. the first time this week. Sure, sure. Usually that's when a lot of people get there Wednesday. I get it. Yeah. I used to spend the whole weekend on Mondays and Tuesdays. It's quiet. Yeah. Then Wednesday, business starts picking up. And then Friday, it's a full-blown, you know, yeah. car alarm, five five car alarm. Or what is it? What is it? Um, it's five alarm fire. Five, yeah, thank you. Five alarm fire. Okay. It's a zoo, whatever you want to call it. Sure. But anyway, Shannon Sharp was talking about the Cat Williams yeah. interview. Apparently, 58 million people yeah. saw it. And yeah. uh, he was kind of going. So I, I paid attention. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. That whole story. Basically, he was Shannon Sharp's version. Before I get your answer, I have hijacked you again. <laughs> is Cat Williams like went on there to, Cat Williams went on there, he agreed to do that interview to literally go on there and nuke the place. Well, yeah. Like that, that he had, that's what his point well, of saying yes. Yes. At least that's what Shannon Sharp said. Cat Williams is a professional comedian. And, you know, if he wants to go on there and prove a point and decides he wants to nuke a place, and, and I don't know about you, but for me, professional comedians are the most, the most nerve wracking people to interview. Because I've done it many, many times. Yes. Super you sharp. Don't know. Very comfortable behind a microphone, and you don't know what nope. is going on behind the eyeballs of a, of a professional comedian from one moment to the next. And they are super sharp, and it is scary. Uh, when they decide to go on a little tirade, and because you don't know what you don't know where they're going or, or how low or high or whatever they're willing to go. So. I will tell you that real quick again. I've I've blown. I've hijacked you again. Yes, we're gonna have to take another break. Listen, I'm, gonna sh- I'm gonna let you bring it out of the break and then just go. <laughs> so I don't Apparently hijack you. Got a lot you. To say today, it's fine. So, it's a talk show. It's okay. It is, and we've left it open today on purpose. So so we can just sit back and have yeah. If have you, you want to call, you can do so. Um, my last stop. Yes, we. I came up with an idea of doing a show down in like the bottom level of the building and invite listeners. To come to the show, and okay. we would do it live once a month. Yeah. This was my idea. Yeah. And so we started getting, you know, we would get, sure. and I remember get Kevin Mawai. I got Kevin Mawai. I got some Just really down, cool guests. jumped on. Well, Anthony Jeselnik was at Zany's. Ah. And I lined up for, Je- and this is, again, in front of a live audience. Yeah. This was just doing the show in front of a live audience, of course, on, on terrestrial radio, okay? Anthony Jeselnik, I'd never met him. I didn't know anything about him. I studied up on him sure. because he was coming to do 30 minutes on the show. Yeah. It's a long time to your a professional point, comedian. I was scared man. to death. Man. He was funny, but he's yes. dark. Yes. And you don't know what oh. he's going to say. No. 
and it was really nerve-wracking. Yeah, because he's playing on your territory, <laughs> and he has a job after this, and you may not. And that's the scary thing about it, because you don't know what they're going to say. He's a weird cat. He's funny. I appreciated him doing that. But Justin, man, that was the longest 30 minutes of my life. Back in the day on Fox 17, before we went to Fox 17 News, we had a, another show called Tennessee Mornings, uh, which was more of a lifestyle show than a news show. And we had on people like Ralphie May, rest in peace, Ralphie mm -hmm. May. Uh, we've had on Paulie Shore. We've had on Bill Bellamy and, 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 many, and many others. The Ralphie May interviews, mm. and, and I wasn't doing them, okay? Buckle up. It was, you know, my good friends Kelly Sutton and Nick Peranchepe who was up there. To, man. Yeah, but he'd be great on this show because he loves sports. Yeah. He loved sports, man. But but still, he's up there to promote his show. Yeah. It's only four minutes or whatever, and I don't know one in the room. And he's got you dying yeah. with stuff that he says during commercial break that you're thinking to yourself, oh, my God, please don't say that on the air. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Is he going to say that on the air? And he doesn't know, and he's playing with you, but is he playing with you? You don't know. It's scary. We should go to break. All right. We're going to break. We'll come back. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. You, you take it. We're going to break. We'll come back. We're going to get my take on Brock Bowers deciding to come to the Titans, even though he can't technically do that. Uh, more of the McFarland Show on WNSR. <clears throat> oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville Double Stack, or the world-famous Bar-Lined Grinder. Oh, you've never heard of the Bar-Lined Grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at Bar-Lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of Music City. Bar-Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Time for another moment in black history, Jefferson Street, Joe Gillum. In 1974, Joe Gillum became the first African-American quarterback to start for any team in the post-AFL-NFL merger. Joe Gillum was an All-American quarterback at TSU University from 69 to 72 and led his team to a 39-3 record and two black college football championships, voted in 71 and 72 as an AP All-American and National Black College Player of the Year. Jefferson Street, Joe Gillum, a legend. This moment in black history brought to you by Sylvester Armour and Armour Real empty nesters. Finding a real estate agent wasn't hard, but became difficult. A church member, my sorority sister, and my neighbor's son all were agents. 
While playing golf, my husband met Sylvester, and our search ended. We were highly impressed by his knowledge of the Nashville real estate market, his 25 years of experience, and hundreds of properties sold. Call Sylvester Armour with Armour Realty at 615-485-9211 or armorrealtors.com. That's 615-485-9211. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championship March 6th to the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back to The McFarland Show on WNSR. I'm Justin McFarland, Darren McFarland here alongside, uh, of course, DJ Damon here. We've been talking this afternoon about uh, something that just happened within the last couple of hours, really. Uh, Brock Bowers, the super all world, all everything, all SEC, all American, all whatever, uh, all time tight end from Georgia has uh, made the announcement that um, he would prefer to play for the Tennessee Titans versus any other team. That's what he was told in the uh, when Mike Florio asked him about it. So uh, Mike Florio asked him what team would he like to play for. He said the Tennessee Titans. So. Darren gave uh, his opinion. He says he would be fine uh, with the Titans going after uh, Brock Bowers there with the first-round pick because of the high premium position that tight end has become with most successful teams across the National Football League these days. My opinion is this. The football team has too many holes to go after a tight end. Unless, unless, unless. You're going to convince me that Brock Bowers is Tony Gonzalez or, you know, Kelsey or, you know, Shannon Sharp or Antonio Gates. Unless you can convince me he is a top 10 all-time NFL tight end. That's the only reason I would say, okay, you got to bypass everything and go after Brock Bowers. And there's no way you can prove that to me. Nobody knows that. There's injuries and 1,084 things that can happen. This football team has got too many other issues to aim at tight end right now unless you think this guy is going to be the best ever. Here's the other part about it. Brian Callahan, who's coming in to be the head coach of this football team, I looked at the Cincinnati Bengals last year and the way they used their tight ends. Their lead tight end last year was Drew Sample. He had, if I can get the numbers right, here we are. He had 22 catches for 163 yards 
last year for Drew Sample. He was uh, one of their lead tight ends. So here we go. Uh, Tanner Hudson is there, was their lead tight end. I'm sorry. I, I, miss, I misread it there. Tanner Hudson was their lead tight end, although his numbers didn't jump off the page exactly. 39 receptions for 352 yards for, for Tanner Hudson last year. I agree that the tight end position is premium in the NFL. Based on these limited numbers from just one year, I'm not sure if it's a premium position in Brian Callahan's offense. He has talked about receivers quite a bit. I haven't heard him talk about tight ends. Who said it was his offense in Cincinnati? True. True. Because, you know, it could be something on his own. And I guess we don't know. I guess we don't know yet. I'm just saying that I need to be convinced Brock Bowers is an all-time great tight end in the NFL and I can't be convinced of that right now. So I'm going to pass with number seven overall. 15, 20, maybe. Seven, no. Okay, you got it in. We've got another hour to go. 615-844-5600. McFarland Show rolling along on this Wednesday on WNSR. ABC News, I'm Dave Packer. As expected, Senate Republicans have sunk a bipartisan deal that addressed border security and aid to Israel, Ukraine, and the Indo-Pacific. Minutes ago on the floor. The yeas are 49, the nays are 50. 60 votes would have been needed to advance the legislation. The Senate Majority Leader is next expected to present a version of the bill that strips out the border provisions. Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas commenting on Tuesday's failed effort by House Republicans to impeach him. Uh, the allegations are baseless and I'm focused on the work, which was what brings me to Las Vegas today. He's there to join with officials discussing security at this weekend's Super Bowl. There are no known, credible, specific threats to the Super Bowl or to Las Vegas at this time. But we are vigilant and we are prepared. The commander of an Iran-backed militia killed in a U.S. drone strike in Baghdad, says the group. The Dow up 160 points. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. $3,000 to fix my transmission? $5,000 to replace the engine? You can't avoid breakdowns, but with Coverage Acts, no more ridiculous repair bills. Transmission, engine, electronics, Coverage Acts' vehicle protection plan has you covered with budget-friendly, flexible, month-to-month plans. Call 800-875-9695 or CoverageX.com. With Coverage Acts, unavoidable, unaffordable car repair bills are covered. Visit CoverageX.com or 800-875-9695. 800-875-9695. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. 
Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Drop me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, I need that. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the McFarland Show here on this Wednesday afternoon. Don't forget uh, some good college basketball in the SEC tonight. LSU is in Knoxville to take on the Vols. So if Ten- see how Tennessee reacts to their big win yeah. in Rupp on Saturday night. They host LSU uh, tonight at 6 o'clock. That game can be watched on SEC Network. By the way, another interesting game at 6 o'clock on ESPN2, Alabama at Auburn. That should be a good one. That is going to be a really good basketball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is unfortunately they're on at the same time. Ooh, got to pick. I was gonna I was gonna watch the We Are the World thing last night, but I ended up getting sidetracked and I didn't. It happens. It's fine. It'll be there. It's Netflix. I mean, what's going to happen to it? It'll be there. Yeah, no, it'll be there. <laughs> it'll I be know. There. I mean, it's fine. And uh, the two games that were that took place. Yesterday in the SEC, we talked about it earlier. Kentucky hung 109 on Vanderbilt at Memorial Gym last night and beat them uh, by 32. And the other SEC game was South Carolina, man. They just keep winning. Now they're ranked. They're getting lots of attention. South Carolina has won 20 games this season. Wow. They are 20-3. and Wow. Everybody, I told you, the media picked them Dead last in the conference. 14th team. Shows how much they know. And they're 20 and 3. They beat Ole Miss last night 68 65. Then they are, they're scary good. And again, maybe we we need to go to, uh, remember we had that snafu. So nobody got to hear our interview with uh, someone in Columbia, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Somebody I used to work with, Elijah Campbell, is really talented, loves college basketball. Uh, is really, dialed into the college basketball scene. This Lamont Paris, man, he's going to be getting people's attention because we talked about it. His background, he spent a lot of time with Bo Ryan at Wisconsin, and boy, they get at, you know, I talk about Kentucky can't play defense. South Carolina will play defense. Well, if they're like Tennessee, they pride themselves on it. Yeah, Tennessee, obviously. You know, but 
you know, so far do. it hasn't served Tennessee well in the tournament. Not so we'll see tournament, what it no. does for South Carolina. Yeah. You know, because typically you would think if you can't play defense, it'll bite you in the tournament. If you can, it'll help you. But unfortunately for Tennessee, it really hasn't, you know, given them that 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 push for that long run in the tournament. We'll see if this year's any different. We got into this yesterday late in the show, Justin. Mm-hmm. And the more we keep looking at this story, this is this is something that may have legs, right? Yeah, this is something that may be real. All right, now listen, everyone. For a long time, we have talked about the fact that the uh, city of Nashville has been courting uh, Major League Baseball. And Major League Baseball, quite honestly, has been flirting back uh, with the city uh, in several different ways. Um, but the folks at Major League Baseball have repeatedly said that they've got to get the situation in Tampa and Oakland taken care of before they expand, before they do any kind of expansion. They want to expand. They have made that very clear. But they say they want to square away the situation in Oakland with the A's and Tampa with the Rays as far as their new stadium is concerned or a new location or whatever they're doing. They want to get that squared away before they start talking about expanding the league. And some of that is probably because they want to do realignment. And if you want to do realignment, it would help to know where your team is going to be located, where all your teams are going to be located before you start expanding to new teams and creating new divisions. It would help to know if the A's are going to be in Oakland or in Anchorage or, you know, in Portland, Maine or Portland, Oregon. It would help to know. So that makes sense to me why they would want would take that stance. Well, we thought that the Oakland A's were moving to Vegas. Big announcement. They were going to build a, a, a brand new stadium uh, that was going to go on the old site of the Tropicana Hotel, the legendary Tropicana Hotel, where so many greats over the years have played. And I'm talking about the old greats all the way back to Sinatra and them uh, have played the Tropicana. Well, it's an empty uh, lot now, and there is room there for a brand new baseball stadium. And they made a huge announcement that an agreement has been met. Well, kind of. But they didn't really disclose all the way, at least not to the general public, not to the, the, the sporting community at large, is that they still need some more funding for this. All the funding is not quite in place. So the mayor of Las Vegas got on a podcast I've never heard of called Front Office Sports. Front Office Sports. You know, apparently, they talk to front office people. That's all they do. So they, the mayor of Las Vegas got on the podcast and said that essentially the A's may want to start thinking about staying in Oakland. Now, this is a local television station out there in San Francisco, K-Ron, K-R-O-N, who filed this, port, this report. We're playing a piece of it, and there's a lot of layers here. Personally, think they've got to figure out a way to stay in Oakland to make their dream come true. I agree with her. I think that they need to figure out how to stay in Oakland. Oakland Mayor Sheng Tao says her door remains open to A's owner John Fisher and Major League Baseball. Just because you announce a possible site doesn't mean that you actually will have a stadium. You know, until the shovel hits the ground, like I've said from the very beginning, I still have hope that the Oakland A's will remain here in the city of Oakland with John Fisher as owner or with the new owner. In the front office Sports Today podcast, the mayor of Las Vegas also criticized the Tropicana location. They're going to go out want to get closer to the strip. 
with all the congestion and everything. And I thought, this does not make sense. The Tropicana site and much of the rest of the Las Vegas Strip actually falls outside of the city limits of Las Vegas. Could the mayor simply be pushing the A's to build a stadium within the Las Vegas city limits? Nothing surprises me in the yellow brick road paved with green uh, from Oakland to Las Vegas. Andy Dolich, who served as executive vice president and vice president of business operations for the A's from 1980 to 1994, says it could be that or something else. Or whether this is a push for Las Vegas to say, you know what? We'd rather be in the expansion side of this than the relocation side of this. Mm. All right. So that was the former front office official mm. for the A's who mentioned that. So. Well, well, well. And and, and this is what I'm talking. This is now you see what I said, I think, during the commercial break to you, Darren, about the layers on this. So what if what if the city of Las Vegas decided the MLB wants us. They want to be here. We know they want to be here. But what if we don't like the package that we're being presented by the Oakland A's here? And what if we decide... What package are you talking about? Well, the package where they move there and go to the Tropicana site uh, that is over there outside the city limits because they don't have all the funding for it, though, so it's not totally a green light yet. And they don't technically need the mayor's p uh, permission to go over there because it's outside the city limits, which, you know, remind me to get acquainted with the Las Vegas landscape of where the city ends and the county begins out there. But that's a whole nother discussion. All right. So it's outside the city limits. But let's just say that that deal falls through and the city of Las Vegas says to MLB, listen, we want to play ball with y'all, but not with the A's. So what if we want to get in with you guys? We know you guys are expanding with two teams. We want to be the West Coast team. Mm -hmm. We want to be the West Coast team. I don't know where else you guys are thinking about putting a baseball team, but we want to be the West Coast team. Nashville. Let's draw this all the way back to something that August said to us last week. I'm sorry I'm drawing a blank, but he plays with the A's. Um, Tony Kemp. Tony Kemp. Tony Kemp said what to us last week, Darren? Doesn't play for him anymore. He's a free agent. He's a free agent. I'm sorry. He spent last season with the A's, though. He said what to us, Darren? I think the last four. Yes. But he said what about folks coming here to Nashville or a team coming here to Nashville? He said, well. Real. He said relocate. Relocate. And I was like, uh, what? Now, maybe he didn't mean that. Maybe he was just talking off the cuff. Maybe, you know. But maybe... Maybe what if somebody buys the A's from Mr. Fisher because he can't get a deal done. He doesn't want to do a deal in Oakland. And he decides, you know what? I'm done with all of this. I'm good. I can get a few billion dollars for the A's. Give me my couple of billion dollars. And I'm getting out the game. And then somebody else can decide what to do with this franchise. And now you opened up a brand new negotiation with somebody brand new. And whether it's going to, you know, to Las Vegas or Oklahoma City or Portland or Sacramento or whatever the deal, all of a sudden you've got a Major League Baseball team wild and free looking for a new home. Is it Nashville or do they want to stick around for the expansion? Which, by the way, we don't know when that's going to happen. It opens up all kinds of different possibilities. If the A's are truly out there, number one, for sale, and number two, wide open to move anywhere under the sun. I took it as they may not like the package that's coming with the A's, as in maybe they don't love their, their ownership. Could be. I mean, why would and listen, you? listen, sometimes that's real. Why would you? Listen, Cleveland loved the Browns. They didn't like Art Modell. 
you know, the city of Houston really did like the Oilers. Well, actually, they loved Art Modell. Well, no, they loved Art Modell. Then what? Then then why? They, then what happened? The, the Art Modell, his only business was the Browns. He was not like today's owners that that made all their fortunes. He he bought. I think he bought the Browns so hold, for hold, like hold, a hold million up, hold dollars. Up, hold up. There was no falling out between the city of Cleveland and Art Modell. Yeah, the mayor. Yeah, because they wouldn't. They wouldn't. He, he went to Baltimore because he didn't have any money. His kids were running his business, and they were running into the ground. And they couldn't get a Art deal done in ru- Cleveland. Art was running out of money, and Baltimore gave him. They said, "Here, yeah. we'll do this. We'll do this. We'll do this. We'll do. We'll roll out the red carpet, and you just bring the team to us." Yeah. And Cleveland wasn't willing to do that. Yeah. The mayor. They couldn't get a deal done. And he needed to because that's the only way he could get. He couldn't build anything on his own. He was running out of money. Okay, I see. So it was about Cleveland's mayor would not roll out the red carpet for Art Modell. And they loved Art Modell until he moved. Like the fans (laughs) loved Art Modell. And I can tell you that because I was there covering them. Okay, let me pause. When I say they... I don't mean the fans. Okay. I mean I mean the city. Okay. I mean the powers that be. Okay. The city of Houston, the mayor's gotcha. office, the people who make decisions in the city of Houston were not willing to give Bud Adams what he wanted, which is why he ended up moving yeah. out of town. And so it wasn't the fans that had a falling out with the Oilers. It was the city of Houston that had a falling out with Bud Adams. And, the, and this happens all the time. So the A's front office or their ownership if they can't get a deal done or find the financing necessary to build this brand new billion dollar stadium, they could end up right back there in Oakland or selling the team. And then who knows what happens after that? They settle there in Oakland or perhaps they move to who knows where. They have a beautiful new stadium, Allegiant Field, where the Super Bowl is being played on Sunday. Yes. Okay. And everybody says that arena, that stadium is amazing. Everybody I've talked to. That has been there said it is amazing. I don't know how the city of Vegas feels about Mark Davis. I don't know if they feel like he's a good owner, right? And so they got they were inherited the Raiders franchise with Mark Davis. And I don't think anybody really views him as a good owner, right? Mm. So maybe the city of Vegas is like, you know what? Maybe we don't want two crappy owners from the city of Oakland. Like why? Since when did we become goodwill for the city of Oakland and their crappy owners, right? Yeah. So maybe that's what, like we're Las Vegas. How they about are. we just build our own stadium? We've got our own set of billionaires in this market, and we'll do a startup, right? How about we Possibly. do a brand new franchise and and put together you know an ownership group that we think that it's going to be much more productive than the current ownership in Oakland, which has been a disaster. They don't spend any money. They haven't been relevant. They don't, you know, they have the lowest payroll in the league every year and nobody's viewing Oakland as a great franchise. True. Yes, I agree. True. Even though I have been to games out there, it's sad because there is a fan base out there and the ones that are all in on the A's, man, it's a, they're fun. They have fun at their games. They really do. Hmm. But Justin, you know they've been crapped on for so long. Just they don't have this massive fan base anymore. They're they're mad at the ownership group because of what's been going on forever. Yeah. But I just kind of took it as Vegas saying, you know what, we got one crappy owner from Oakland. Maybe we don't want two crappy owners 
from Oakland? How about, you know, Major League Baseball just award us a new franchise and we'll just start from scratch yeah. and build our own. With the local ownership team that we get With to a pick. local ownership group. Yeah. Right. And we build our own rather than deal, take Oakland's mess yeah. again. Yeah. Maybe. That seems feasible to me. Maybe. And, and we build it within the city limits. We're freaking Las Vegas. And then we control it. And, you know, all of that. We don't need everybody's leftovers. We can do this on our own. Yeah. And by the way, they believe they're getting the NBA at some point, which the mayor also talked about um, and says she's been in contact with Adam Silver and they've discussed it multiple times and believe that at some point in the near future, they're going to get that done. Now, whether or not that's a franchise moving there or an expansion team there in Vegas, I'm just saying that if now Vegas is in the expansion game now and no longer in the we're just going to grab Oakland's team and move them here game, then that's one more city because I don't think there's any question MLB wants to be in Las Vegas. So that's one more city that's off the board. Now, a lot of people have said they feel the same way about Nashville. I wonder, is there a third city somewhere that the MLB really, really wants to be more than Vegas or Nashville? Because you, you know me. I do not believe I've so. said from the beginning that there is always competition. I don't know. I don't know. Vegas and Nashville are the two most attractive cities and it's not even close, in my opinion. But you got to find a way to pay and get because one thing is clear: they're not doing a, a public money stadium here. They're they're tapped out on that. You know, the nobody here in Nashville is in the mood for it. Nobody no. down City Hall is in the mood for it. No, it's just not. I mean, they did Nashville SC. They've done the Titans. They're they're good. Yep, I, mean, to, I got to, you. to ask for a third sure. stadium within a decade is is a lot. Yeah. So. Whoever's doing this has got to fund it on their own. And you know the cost of stadiums right now in the billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. So that means whoever's going to do it needs deep pockets to come here and build their own stadium and be willing to move a team in here. And, you know, again, there are people out there with this kind of money, but where are they going to be? How is that going to go? And, oh, yeah, there's a lot here. There's a lot. And and who else would MLB choose? Hmm. It's very interesting. Or would Nashville be interested? Would the Nashville Stars group be interested instead of taking whatever money they've raised to do whatever they're going to do with it as far as the stadium is concerned, buying the A's and moving them here? Now, to play where, I have no idea. I think what's interesting is if if Vegas truly says, eh, we're good, we'll just wait for expansion, what happens with the A's? They That's stay what in I'm, Oakland. Yeah, and do what? Well, just keep doing what they've been doing. They keep playing at the Oakland. Ottawa I thought the lease isn't the lease. The up? lease is up, but they sign a new lease and they get ready for a waterfront. You heard the mayor of Oakland in that piece also say, "My door is open. We're willing to come in and, and chat." And my hope is that the A's will be here with Fisher as the owner, or possibly even she said a new owner. Yeah, there seems to be we got and we got to do a break here, but. Well, you got mayors of two different cities. Keep throwing out maybe or new ownership. Keep talking about new ownership. Yeah. that That's not a coincidence. And it's not good. These two ladies <laughs> do not get on the phone and, and chat every week. There is something in the air about that, that there is a possibility that this team could well, be sold. To be having the, these type of discussions, you'd have to be dealing with them. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. sad. Yeah. So, so something's up. Yeah. So if somebody's got a spare two point five, two point seven billion, there's there's a team in Oakland who might take your phone call. All right, we'll uh, take a quick break. Come back with more of the McFarland Show next. 
buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473, buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly visit. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Bogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night Keith Book. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Welcome back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. That's how you get in touch with us. Enjoying this beautiful Wednesday. A lot of people. We'll get into this in a minute. Uh, well, what is this? Real quick. Um, 
it's pretty interesting how, how many people are like, I can't believe, like, everybody's saying it. Like, I just don't know how the Chiefs are not favored in this game. Oh. And it does make you wonder, like, <laughs> how is it that the 49ers are favored whenever you hear everybody say, I don't know how the Chiefs are the underdog? Well, you know, people can move lines, but yet the line hasn't moved. Well. But I feel like everybody who weighs in on the game is like, I can't believe the Chiefs are the underdog. The Chiefs are the underdog because they have the um, <clears throat> the Chiefs are the underdog because the 49ers are the better team at just about every position except for quarterback. That's why. I mean, it's not hard to figure out. Um, uh, court, quarterback and tight end. Those are the two positions where Kansas City has a unique advantage. The other positions, wide receiver, every level of defense I could think of, th those are all advantage 49ers. Um, so I, you know, the, the Kansas City has a very unique position where they are better at wire, they are better at quarterback, better at tight end, and arguably better at head coach. And so that's what makes it as tight as it, as it is. If it wasn't for that, no, this would be a much different game than I think it, you know, than, than where we are as far as what the line is. But that's how the 49ers are favored. They have a better overall team. I'm not sure they do, but I'm not sure they're better at defense than the Chiefs. Well, you right. tell me, you tell me who's getting to the quarterback besides Bosa. Well, they well that's well. You know what's crazy? Chase Young really hasn't done anything. No, Chase Young's been quiet. What? What's the? Is he a bust? I don't. Mm, I remember talking just maybe wrong scheme. I don't know. The scouts, the people, knows? you know, getting ready for that draft. The draft he came out. Yeah, and they were like Chase Young. Oh my gosh, he's oh, yeah. a freak. Oh yeah, like he's can't. Miss, yeah. Like everybody told me that he looks scary. Like now. Chase Young, this guy is freakish. He's gonna be crazy. You're nuts if you don't take him number one. Okay. Well, yeah. all that's played out, and he's been hurt a ton. Yeah. And he hasn't done much at all. And clearly, no. Washington was like, "Yeah, he's not that good." And he's gone to San Francisco, and he's been okay. Not really that good though. No, he hasn't really good. done much. Not good. Not that good. Fred Warner is is the is the guy for the 49ers. Fred Warner is a stud. He's he's the guy on the 49ers. Now, does he get to the quarterback a lot? No, but that's not really his game. They don't him ask and the him other to do linebacker, that. Uh, Greenway or whatever. Yeah. The, oh yeah. Those two are oh, yeah. ridiculous. Oh yeah. No, they have better. To me, they have better personnel on defense the, overall as a group. Then now, do they have bigger impact players? Do they have a Chris Jones? Maybe not. But overall, as a unit, are they better? I think they are. Uh, you know, and that's how they're favored. But again, it, you know, this is a quarterback league. Yep. And by the way, Chiefs have the better quarterback. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Tony in Nolensville. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Uh, Dan did, uh, who was uh, at four-star running back Vanderbilt got out of uh, Florida today? <laughs> Oh, oh, Damon, that was your cue, man. That was your cue, man. Again, rehearsals, we killed it. We're not ready for it. But live show, we keep dropping the ball. But, man, we're good in rehearsals. We would have nailed that. Should have been with us during commercial. There we go. There's your four-star right there, Tony. Here's your four-star. There it is. Adam, guys, y'all won't believe this, but I have looked already online. Ticket prices for Vanderbilt baseball. Ticket prices for the UT game on Friday night at StubHub on the infield 
uh, ranges anywhere from two hundred seventy-eight dollars to three hundred over three hundred four hundred dollars already on stuff up. Mm. On uh, another, I believe it's called Ticket Center or something like that. There, I don't know they that got, one. Got them out there for uh, like five hundred dollars mm. on Friday, and they're already these prices astronomical already for the season. Now, guys, I rode out to Vanderbilt yesterday afternoon. The it's a mess. Uh, for the Vanderbilt listeners that are listening, I've been on the phone today. I, I actually called Candace's office Monday, Tuesday, and this morning. Still waiting to hear a response from somebody out of her office. However, finally on the third call, uh, I got in touch with the game day operations director, a gentleman named uh, Tom Howard. And today he and I talked over 30-something minutes. And according to Tom, the main entrance to Hawkins Field is not going to be accessible this year. It's not going to be what? It is not going to be accessible. Oh, accessible. Okay. Accessible. Okay. Interesting. They're going to do ticket scan and bag check, clear bag deal, out in right field around the bullpen of the visitor's bullpen. Yeah. Okay. I know that entrance well. and the parking for handicap, which includes me and many others, especially said in our section, uh, they're unsure yet what they're doing on that. They thought about having people parking in uh, the 25th Avenue garage. That's the one across from the tennis courts and right down there by right field. But now they're talking about uh, putting them up in the Kensington garage up by Memorial Gym. If they do that, they're going to be shuttling people down to right field to go through a, the ticket scan and all. And then they're going to put you in a wheelchair and get you to your seat to the infield. I'm like, this is just way too damn much. I'm sorry. And uh, they're still looking at options daily. That's not Nothing's finalized. But... Uh, it, they, they said they know it's going to be a major inconvenience to all fans, you know, very healthy or people that are handicapped, and that it is uh, they're looking at other options. I actually gave them the option they hadn't even thought of, and he said, well, they throw that out there and consider that. So uh, it's going to be chaos. It's going to be hectic to for anybody, healthy or handicapped, to get to our seats on the infield this year. I'm even, and I've got two tickets, Section I, right over Vanderbilt's dugout. I'm even contemplating now buying, if they've got them available, tickets for the outfield, keeping the ones on the infield, and uh, maybe where, uh, if I do park, if you park in the Kensington garage, Darren and Justin, the one adjacent to Memorial, Yes, sir. They're going to park there, and then they're going to route you through Memorial Gym to come out back there like left center field. This is unbelievable. I, 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 so many people are getting pretty disturbed with hearing what, you know, all this maze and everything everybody's going to have to go through to go to some ball games. And um, I think I, I don't know how much it's going to diminish 
the Vanderbilt fan base at the game, baseball, which right now that's our pride and joy. Uh, so, you know, people can – there's a way, there's a will, there's a way, but it's going to make a hardship on a lot of people. And uh, I know that hadn't been aired nowhere. They said they will get in touch with all parties by through email, text, on their website. But uh, I thought I needed to put that out there. I know there's a lot of listeners that listen to this show that don't call in, but they are Vandy fans. And uh, it's just, I think it's going to be a hardship for a lot of people hmm. trying to get to the games. Okay. Well, thanks for passing that along. I mean, I'm, I can't say that I'm surprised. I mean, I'm, everybody I'm knows. Not, I'm not either. There's a lot of, you know, everybody knows what's going on over there. So this, this, The campus oh, is right. under construction. But, yeah. But one of the simple solutions I presented today, I was he, I was told, no, they hadn't even thought of that one. I'm like, well, you know, it wasn't real hard for me to think of it. I can't believe y'all sitting over your brainiacs, y'all couldn't think of it, though. Um, and y'all were talking about, you know, the Kentucky game last night. I quit watching it when it was 42 to 24. I said, I've had enough of it. Turned it off. Uh, did not even know the score till early a.m. hours this morning. And, uh, guys, it's just, uh, you know, the fans, uh, what was the announced attendance, Darren? I, I didn't hear. I it don't did. know. I would need to check. A lot of Kentucky. That's that's all I know. Oh, well, it was about every bit of four to one. Yeah. And, uh, a friend of mine called me and said there's a picture of a, of some guy uh, sitting in 2L. And he put it out on Twitter, and he said, I'm the only Vandy fan here in 2L. I said, boy, we've come a long way in 31 years when we beat uh, Kentucky, Louisville, and I believe it was Indiana, all in the top 10 when we had uh, a great team of uh, 91 and 92, but I mean 92-93. But you don't have to go back that far to when Memorial Magic was really something special. And guys, it's, it's just, it's just dead. It's just something. So, but yeah, we all saw it last night. And that's something. Crickets. Crickets. That's right. Crickets. <laughs> hey guys, I thought I'd give you a little tidbit of information. Yep. That was, Thank you, Tony. Uh, Thank you, sir. To me, I hope it helps people. Yep. Thanks, Appreciate it. Well, Thank I mean, you, we know baseball is the one sport that people are showing up for. So it's good to get that out there. Vanderbilt has taken the posture just through everybody who's been talking, and I, I don't know. I haven't been over there. Um, that, you know, you'll like it when it's over. You'll like it when we're finished. It's a mess right now. We're sorry about it. Pardon our dust. You'll like it when it's over. Well, the good news is there's just not very many people interested in their product, so you're not really affecting too many people. Well, this happens sometimes where yeah, you're, you know. Right now, you're affecting more of the visiting fans than the home fans. So that you know, do, the, who, do you care about that? I, I, I mean, why would you? Probably not. Right. Probably um, not. So you know, and and the visiting fans, they're going to go through it anyway because they're already here. Yeah, it's not like they're going to turn around and go home they've because it's a mess for the overpriced. They've paid for the inflated ticket, and they've come to town. And, yeah, yeah, they're, they're going no matter what. They're so. eating the hot chicken and drinking the beer. Yeah. They're already here. Yeah. So no, I mean. The campus is a mess. We've known that. They know that. Um, which is why I've said, you know, they have taken this hands-off approach 
for almost everything. To me, I, I've seen them take a public step back until all of that stuff is complete. As opposed to all the times when they, they're out front and They've center. They've been more aggressive than this, Darren. They have. They've been more out there than what we have seen them. Who was in, who was Was who there was somebody there? different in charge at that point? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, there was somebody different You're talking in about charge. David Williams, David Williams yes. Chancellor Gee? David Williams, Chancellor Gee were in charge yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yes, I would agree with that. There's yeah. no question. That but was a different era. David Williams and Chancellor Gee weren't improving the facilities either. So true. they've decided now true. they're going to improve the facilities. And now, did they have to do it this way? No, they didn't have to do it this way. They could have done the stadium, the football stadium, completed it, and then started the baseball stadium, and then started the indoor facility. They did not have to do it all at once. But this is what they decided to do. Yeah. So it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. And when it's over, they're hoping everyone will be happy and come see them then. When is this supposed to be over? A couple years. So there's still oh, yeah. a couple more years. Oh yeah. Oh, this is not yeah. it's not it's not close to done. No, when you get back to Vanderbilt football next year, Vanderbilt Stadium or first bank where it's gonna be a mess next year too. It's not, you know, oh it'll be over in the fall. No, it's not. <laughs> still got more work to do. Yeah. If you're a Titans fan and you're not a Vanderbilt fan, don't be laughing. Because you're gonna deal oh, with you're gonna deal with a mess twenty twenty seven for the next three years. Yeah, tw- well, and beyond. It's 2027 until it's done, until the stadium is done. That's true. And they'll open it in 2027. But guess what has to happen after they build the thing? They got to tear Nissan Stadium down. Mm-hmm. That happens 120 days after they cut the ribbon on the new stadium. Then they have to build whatever is going to be there. And by the way, there's a whole neighborhood that's going to be installed over there. It's not just the stadium. Pretty soon they're going to start building other glass towers and condos and restaurants and other things that have nothing to do with the stadium. There's also going to cause construction problems over there on the East Bank. So it's just the way of a growing city. It's coming. It's going to happen. Tough. Sorry. Yep. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. That's our phone line and our text line. More of the McFarland Show next. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose. Healthy life. 
Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. To me, Lamar looked like he wanted to prove a point. And Instead of just playing the game. Exactly. I he, agree with you 100%. Didn't want to use his legs as much. Wanted yep. to show that he could win this game passing. And like that tip pass that him. he caught three years ago, he would have housed that sucker. Yeah. You're right. I think he, he played to prove a point instead of playing to win the damn game. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Welcome back to the McFarland Show. WNSR here with you on this Wednesday afternoon. 844-5600-615-844-5600 is how you join us inside of the Strike and Spare Family Studios. Did you bring up K-Ron earlier? I did bring up K-Ron earlier. That's where we got our news clip from as we were learning more about the mayor of Las Vegas and her comments about the A's possibly staying there in Oakland. Mike on our text line says, it's funny to hear you mention K-Ron earlier. He said his stepdaughter produces the news there. Maybe produce the newscast where the clip came from. Maybe so. Who knows? Um, of course, this the, is the... The Titans produce a podcast. They do produce a, a, a podcast. Uh, it is uh, the official Titans podcast is what they call it, I believe. Uh, the OTP. And uh, recently they had on Chad Brinker. Now, Chad Brinker is the brand new um, fo- director of football operations. He's got other titles, but that's the one I'm going to go with here. Uh, he's the director of football operations for the Titans. Uh, he sat down to talk with them about the way they are approaching free agency and the salary cap and how they want to build the team. This is what he said. We talk about this a lot. When you when you hire a new head coach or you're a new GM that comes into an organization, the first thing that you're going to deal with is the salary cap and free agency. And you better know the cap and you better know free agency. Um, and, yeah, I, w- there's, you know, 
at some point you kind of want to get out of the business of of uh, you know the the first wave of free agency. You really want to build your team through the draft. I mean, that's Rand and I. That's our background. That's where we come from. Philosophically, we're we're built through the draft, develop our young players, and retain our core performers. I mean, that's that's as as simple as it, that I can make it. Um, a lot of teams are trying to do that. The execution part is the part where you separate yourself from everybody else. So you have to have a really good scouting process in place through free agency as well as um, at, through the draft. But, you know, free agency is, is something that supplements your draft. You want to build the core of your roster, the core of your team uh, through the draft. I mean. So you hear him talking about the fact that they want a draft first kind of mentality. You know, I will say this. Uh, the two quarterbacks here in the uh, in the Super Bowl are, again, uh, two guys who were drafted by their team. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of course, was a first-round pick. The other one was literally the last pick in the draft. But be that as it may. Chiefs traded up, too, the first round. They did. Um, be that as it may, they still wanted um, their particular guy. The, the Baltimore Ravens drafted Lamar Jackson, traded back into the first round uh, to get Lamar Jackson uh, there in Baltimore. And, you know, the, the same deal on the other side, I believe, there in um, the NFC Championship game uh, with the uh, with the 49ers and Lions. Lions. Thank you. Well, in that case, no, that was a trade. Yeah. Uh, Jared Goff was uh, coming over from the Rams. So not, not so there. But three out of four isn't bad. They believe that, Chad Brinker speaking to the fact that you build the team through the draft, not through free agency. He but if also they talked about. But if they hadn't drafted Stafford with the number one pick overall, they wouldn't have had the they capital. Wouldn't have, right, yeah, they wouldn't have been able to, to make, make that move. trade. Yeah. And and Stafford went out to Los Angeles and won a Super Bowl out yeah. there, so it wasn't like he was a complete bum exactly. Um, and turned them into a playoff team again this year. So you know he's you know remained consistent with that. But if anybody's going to look for the Titans to go out here and be big spenders because they've got money to spend, there's no question about it. But it, they, they are showing the flash here that even though they've got money to spend, what they really want to do is work through the draft to build the team, not through free agency. How many times do you see the big free agent signings turn out to be the big, impact impactful players on teams? Not often. Right. Not, not often. often. Like, does it happen? Sure. It does. Does it flop more than it, than it does hit? Yes, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Without having the numbers in front of me? Yes. Yeah. Has it flopped here in the last yeah. six years? No. 10 Big to 15, 10, 20. 15, yeah. 20, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Because when you think about it, Justin, okay, they paid uh, Bud Dupree a ton of money. Yeah. That was a total flop. Jadavian Clowney paid him a lot of money. Didn't work. Didn't work. Julio Jones paid him a lot of money. Didn't work. I mean, I can go on and on and on. Sure. Some of the guys on the cheaper side, Remember, they brought in Kyle Vandenbosch. They didn't pay big bucks for him. No. He was a hit. Yep. Um, Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker. Was a huge one. Maybe the best free agent signing this team has had. Not maybe. It was yeah, maybe Wycheck. the best in, in franchise history. Yeah, Frank Wycheck was not a free agency signing either. Well, he no, was he was, a, he no was I think he was just on the signing. street, he wasn't he? was on he? the street. Well, he was a free agent. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah that's true. He was on the street. So. Scrap heap. Yeah. Uh, the guy that they brought in from the scrap heap from Memphis, the DN, Tony Smith. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Boy, boy, boy. I see him Tony, right now. That was back in the day. I see him now. They see got he tons flashed. of mileage out of him. Yeah, he flashed really, really hard there. Yeah. Um, had a lot of sacks there. He was defensive end. Um, but they got him for nothing. Yeah. 
it, scrap heap. It happens. You can and hit. I, and you can go on. Look, we can go on and on. Like, they have, they just haven't done well. But it's not just the Titans thing. Like, most of the time. Across the league. Usually, I mean, who's the uh, the Bills from the offensive line? Remember the guy they paid? Uh, t- the guard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. It didn't work out. No, it did not work, it didn't out. work out. The guy from the Patriots offensive lineman. Yeah. John Robinson paid a lot of money. Yeah. No. Didn't work. Bad contract. It just doesn't. Like, I know they got money to spend, and they have to spend it. They got to spend this money. But. Which means, I, I don't also, know. Darren, they're probably going to make some questionable moves this offseason because they have the money to spend. So they're probably going to overpay somebody. And yeah. they're probably going to, you're going to sign them and go, why, why would they give him that much? Well, because they can and because this this solves the need that they don't have to draft for now um, by going ahead and signing this guy. Now, who this guy is, I don't know. Going back to our earlier conversation about Brock Bowers, for me, I'd rather them sign a free agent tight end than a free agent tackle. For me, I'd rather them sign a free agent tight end than sign another free agent wide receiver. You know, I'd rather them They're draft those rare, guys. rare free agent tight ends that turn out to be huge hits. Well, Evan Ingram is probably the best one I can think of. I mean, well, how huge of a hit do we need him to be? Do you need him to be huge or do you need him to be adequate? Like, like what, what's the what's the marker here? Like, look at uh, Waller went to the Giants. Sure, been out of sight, out of mind. Again, what what's the marker? Like, what were you looking? Are you looking for them to be Tony Gonzalez? Or are you looking for them to be adequate to fill the well, position? I at, think if you, know, you can get a if what you think could be a future Tony Gonzalez, then you draft that. If you think yeah. if you think Brock Bowers has that that upside. Then you draft him. It's worth it. To I me, agree. To me. If you think but but for me, you gotta think he's that kind of a guy. Not a multi Pro Bowl guy where he's gonna have two or three good years. He what are, needs to be that guy. What are the odds that they could do two Delaney two Delaney Walkers in a decade? What are the odds of that? It would be tough. It would be rare, right? It'd be tough. Yeah. Like Delaney Walker may be the best free agent signing they've ever had. Okay. Maybe. How about this? How about if we don't really know what Chickaconquo is because of we the offense? We do off- know. No, no, because of the offense that he played in. I'm sure the folks in New York thought they knew what Evan Ingram was before he went to Jacksonville. Is and Brian now- Callahan going to help him catch the ball? Well, Because Brian- he has troubles catching the ball. Could Brian Callahan introduce him into a different situation where, you know, he's not worked as hard or doesn't block or I, I don't know what. Could he put him in a better situation where it's easier for him to do what he does best, whatever that may be? He's extremely athletic. Possibly. Possibly. I mean, what do we? What was Evan Ingram's problem in New York? Why didn't he work out? Was he dropping the ball there because he just not I, get open? I don't know. I, I mean, whatever. What yeah, still, I'm, ju- I'm just saying we don't know what these guys' issues were, then all of a sudden they get somewhere else and blossom because somebody else is at the control switch, that's all. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really that simple. All right, take our final break, come back and wrap up Wednesday's edition of The McFarland Show next. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. 
This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Step through the doorway and immerse yourself in a state of total serenity. Welcome to Mokara Spa. Massage therapy, facials, body treatments, and more. Or try one of our signature services. These customizable services combine proven techniques with the latest spa supplements to help relax the body, restore the mind, and soothe the senses. Downtown now has a destination for you to do good things for yourself. A gift certificate to Mokara is the perfect present for the loved one in your life. Surprise someone with a trip to Mokara Spa. More information at 761-3600. Complimentary valet parking. Why not treat you and your loved one to a couple's retreat at Mokara? Call to arrange your gift certificates for Valentine's Day. Or simply take five minutes, leave your car with the valet, and stop in. Located at 255th Avenue South, inside the Omni Nashville Hotel. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Bit of a fun show. A couple more days away for the end of the week. And everybody's going to get ready for their big party on Sunday. We'll make our picks on Friday's show. Okay. Our final installment of the McFarland six-pack of picks. Looking forward to that. I need more time. Well, I think okay. I've made it a clear. By the way, Kenny the Mailman Kenny sent the mail- us. Yeah, yeah. He wants us speaking Speak to of, that. Speaking, it's more than a six pack. Yes, it is. It is a. You have to buy that at Costco. This is a almost a two caser. Yeah, two cases. 
almost two cases, case and a half of picks. I mean, he has got, I mean, he is, it's like Kenny the bookmaker, man. Kenny the prop. Mm -hmm. But we'll call him Kenny the prop. (laughs) Kenny the mailman wants us to participate in props for the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58. And man, he has got, and by the way, is Kenny going to keep up with this stuff? Apparently, because that, that, uh, well, that's, apparently that's the offer I'm getting. Yeah, I, let's offer him to yes, keep up with. Yes, him. Kenny. If he wrote all the, the McFarland show offers you first dibs on keeping up with the answers to your amazing questions, and they are amazing. Yeah. Um, but if he took the time to write all that out, I would assume he's going to be keeping up with it. That that would be my assumption. You know, the, but you know, assumptions aren't always right. But you so, know, so we're going to have to fill this out. Okay, I ain't got no problem with that. That's fine. It'll, it'll Forty-two time. props. Yeah, it's it's the SATs, but that's okay. <laughs> it's okay for Kenny the Mailman, for the legendary Kenny the Mailman. We'll do it. I'll do it without question. Yeah, because he is a legend without question. But he's got to promise us he'll keep up with it. He'll do it. He will. Yeah, I know he will. I got no problem with that. Tennessee and LSU tonight. Alabama, Auburn, both at the same time. Those will be two fun college basketball games if you want to check that out. Both at 6 o'clock. One on ESPN2, one on SEC Network. LSU and Tennessee SEC Network. That'll do it for our show today. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. Bill Keen will get things started at 6 a.m., followed by Greg, John, and Patton from 9 to 11. And then we'll see you at 2 o'clock. Have a great day. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at America Let's Do Lunch.